come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to the last episode of Fantastic Cruising in 2019. What? It's the last one? Well, just in 2019, because we're recording this before the new year. It's going to come out before the new year, but then the next time there's an episode will be next year. That's insane, Matt. I mean, it's only a week from when we release this one. I guess that's true, but it's crazy to think that 2020 is upon us. It is imminent. Imminent. Time for a new year, new things, new goals. New goals. We are going to talk about our cruise goals and and maybe some other goals for 2020. And we'll take a little, maybe a little look back at 2019. But before we do that, we have some business to attend to. First of all, I want to thank everybody who is supporting us over on Patreon. If you want to support us on Patreon, go over to fantasticcruising slash patreon.com. Or is it Patreon (laughs) slash fantasticcruising? I don't even know. Patreon.com slash Fantastic Cruising. There you go. And uh, and you can support us if you want to do that. Also, thank you to everybody in the Fantastic Cruising community. Thank you for a wonderful year. We've only been around for a little less than half a year, but uh, it's been good. We've met a lot of new people. We have uh, have a lot of people that were, were already fans of like the cruise geeks and stuff that have come over. Appreciate everybody in that respect. And thank you guys for going over to iTunes and giving us those reviews there and anywhere where you're giving us feedback. We've gotten a lot of feedback recently from people through personal messages and emails. And, uh, you know, it feels good because it's all been positive. Absolutely. I don't want negative stuff. I mean, if no, it's, I'm just kidding. If it's constructive. You Absolutely. Know, it's all right. But uh, but listen, we did launch some new things on Fantastic Cruising Community on, I should say, the fantastic cruising community for example we started that underwater video posting place yeah we've gotten some some good stuff on there too we have indeed now if you're not familiar if you go to the fantastic cruising community and if you're on facebook on facebook and if you haven't why haven't you go over there and join up you just got to answer a couple questions so we know you're not one of those dreaded robots and we'll let you in and then um you can go and find a post, which is a creator post. We have one that's just a general creator post that we kind of update every month. But then we have one that's going to stick around for a while and stay there. And that is designed for underwater footage. So here at Fantastic Cruising, Kimber and I are really focused on the underwater creatures and everything, cruise creatures and snorkeling and scuba diving. And so I really wanted to kind of... Um, kind of bring that up and make that more of a, a central theme of the of the channel and of the community. And so I thought making this post would be a good way to do that. And it seems like maybe that was a good idea because we have gotten, like you said, Kimbra, we have gotten some really good videos up there already. Yeah. If you haven't watched them, I highly recommend doing so because they are awesome. They are. And, and what I want to do, the plan for these videos when people post 
is I want to make sure that I, I watch the videos. Um, look, one of one of my cruise goals this year is going to be able is going to be to watch more cruise content because I just haven't had time for anything lately. But um, but I am making a a real concerted effort to watch these videos so that I can tell you guys about them and hopefully get you guys to go and watch them as well. And so the first person, Mallory Pfeffer, she's one of our patrons, and I met her. And I don't know if it's her husband or her boyfriend. I don't know. I but, wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize. But either way, I met them. They were very nice. And um, and they are scuba divers. And so the first post that went up there is a scuba diving post. Now, here's the thing. It's, it's actually two days of diving that they did in the Florida Keys back in 2017 uh, on my birthday, I might add. It was on my birthday and the day after my birthday. Here's here's the thing. This is not a cruise-specific dive that they did, but, of course, scuba diving is a big part of a lot of people's cruising adventures, and you can scuba dive on a cruise. I will say this, though. The second dive she went on, I think it's the second dive that they did, was a night dive. And uh, this kind of goes back to, to when we were talking about things we want on the cruise and the week before that, things that annoy us on a cruise. This is why I want to spend the night in some of these ports. I want the opportunity to do things like go on a night dive. So let me tell you a little bit about Mallory's footage here. First of all, it's really good footage. She's, she's using a Sony camera, but it's not the FDRX 3000. I believe it's the, I think she said it was the A6000. Um, it's, it's like, a, I think it's a, uh, a mirrorless camera. I think that's what it is. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and the footage is really good. And um, and she captured some amazing creatures in this video. Now, she kind of put the two dives together. It's not a super long video, but she's got a huge Goliath grouper in there. She's got some night, a sea turtle. Looks like a Kemp's Ridley sea turtle. Not a Kemp's Ridley. I thought it was Ridley. a hawksbill. It is a hawksbill. I don't know why. Every Lately, every sea turtle to me is a Kemp's Ridley, even though it's not. It was a hawksbill sea turtle. Some Caribbean reef squid. Again, this was at night. So seeing that turtle at night was really kind of interesting, different perspective. And then the squid was all kinds of cool. Like it had its little arms moving around and stuff. It was, it was pretty sweet. Uh, she also went through like a cave. That was kind of cool. Oh, that was really cool. I've gotten to dive through caves. It's it's, And I'm not talking about cave diving. This is totally different. Okay, I don't cave dive because I don't want to die. But I will go into coral caves and stuff. That's much, much different, much safer. And that's what they did. It's just a little bitty kind of swim through kind of deal. But there's different animals that live in there because it's dark. So, you know, different animals fill different niches in the coral reef. And so you see different things when you go into these dark little crevasses. That's what I'm going to call it, a crevasse. A crevasse? Not a crevice, it's a crevasse. Okay. And and maybe you see a ras, a ras and a crevasse. Or, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, another cool thing that uh, she did in this night dive is she had the her light on, and wherever they were, what, well, I know they were in the Keys, but there were all kinds of small things that she said the dive master called them bugs, and I assume they were some sort of invertebrate, but I don't, I couldn't tell. And they were flying around. She said it, she had to slow the video down so that when you see that footage, it's actually slowed down. But it looks like something alien because the light's on and there's just these things like swimming around everywhere, just like swarming the light. And what the dive master told her to do was kind of point the light and sort of guide them 
to the coral, and then I guess the coral would like catch and eat some of those things. It's kind of kind of cool. It was super cool, absolutely. I'd like to experience that. Now I asked her about bioluminescence, which is basically light that's made by living things. And uh, I asked her if she saw anything that was bioluminescent because I remember when I was 15 years old, I went scuba diving in the Florida Keys and they did a night dive and they had us, they kind of told us about this ahead of time where we would swim down to the bottom. It was a sandy area and we'd all kneel in the sand and then we'd turn our lights off and then wave our arms in the air. And we did that and just like all the little bioluminescent plankton and things just like lit up. It was like green glowy lights everywhere it was you think christmas lights are impressive let me tell you something go on a night dive and watch the bioluminescence light up it's it's like you're on another planet it's really cool so i asked her if she saw any of that and she said yes absolutely lots of bioluminescence on her dive so there's another there's another thing i i know that like in puerto rico there is an excursion where you can see the bioluminescence in the bay but it's very dependent on the time of year and the weather, whether you get to see that. I feel like if there were more opportunities to get out there at night, you'd have more opportunities to see this. It's really, really cool to experience this kind of, of thing. Have you ever seen anything bio, bioluminescent in person? I have not. So hopefully, we, hopefully we'll get to see that. Yeah, that'd be really the, cool. In the near future. Now, the next video that was submitted is by Kyle. Now Kyle on YouTube goes by Scuba Pilot 2000. I believe Kyle is a scuba instructor. I'm pretty sure he is. And based on his video, I, I, it makes me even think he is more because you can tell he's he's very comfortable and knows what he's doing scuba diving. Now, I'm not saying Mallory didn't. They look like they were very competent scuba divers as well. But he just his footage is unbelievable like really really good footage just some of the tricks that i always tell people things that i'm learning myself as i film underwater stuff is like if you're focused on something and you think that it's time to move away from it stick on it for another like 5 10 15 seconds because when you're underwater it seems like that stuff just goes faster and and just getting that steady shot you know i don't know if he, i don't know what kind of rig he used but uh, his film is like butter. I mean, it's just super smooth, crisp, clear. The colors are beautiful. And he saw a lot of cool animals. He was in Bonaire, which is really cool because we're going to go to Bonaire. Yep. And and I'm really curious about Bonaire because that's one of the ports I've not been to. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just, it was really cool because he, he labeled a lot of the animals that he saw, which I've said this before. That's something I always really appreciate when people label the species that they see. Uh, one, because I that tells me that Kyle was on the same mission that I'm on when I go scuba diving, which is to see and identify and just watch these really, really beautiful creatures underwater. And, uh, and, and not just see them and go, there's a fish, there's a fish, but really take it in and kind of understand the, the different species and, and their different behaviors. So he even talked about... And, and I think did, we just did this. This is funny because his, his video, I think he put it up there, but I don't think it's a brand new video. It's from 2019, so it's new-ish. But he actually talks about a feeding station. And that was like the topic of our last podcast. The, the cruise creature was the neon goby, and we were talking about cleaning stations. And then he's showing one in this video. 
It's like it was meant to be. Right? Look, Kyle, I, I, I can't remember where he is based out of, but um, I would love to dive with both you and with uh, with Mallory and and uh, and her boyfriend, husband, and uh, and definitely I would love to dive with both you guys because wow, I mean, just really cool. And uh, and so if you haven't already, you can get to their videos if you go to the link on that that underwater video creator post. You can get to their videos that way, or um, you can just go straight to YouTube it for uh, for the scuba diving from Kyle. It is Scuba Pilot 2000, and for Mallory, let me bring up her YouTube channel here so I can give you the right address. It is going to be Eclipser03. That's like Eclipse, E-R, or Eclipse with an R, 03. Uh, but really, the easiest way is probably just to go through the, the links here in the cruising community. Really nice videos. Thank you guys so much for submitting those videos. What a way to start this post off. Just outstanding. Next, we have our good friend Roy, Roy and Amanda, and they just posted, this is a brand new video from them, and uh, it's it's their recent cruise, the Whatevs cruise with Adventures Ahead, and they went to a bunch of spots. They've got some other videos out, but he put this one in this post because it's got a lot of underwater footage, and uh, this one is, where is this one at? This one's in Roatan. Roatan, yes. Infinity Bay Roatan Resort. Uh, Infinity Bay Resort in Roatan, I should say. And uh, so there's some other things in this video. It's pretty cool. And you can see this resort, which looks really, really nice. But then Roy got some really nice footage of, of a coral reef. And it's a coral reef. He said it's a bit of a swim, but it is one that you can get to without going on a boat. And we watched the video, and there was some some really cool fish in that video, some really pretty animals in there, and definitely a nice coral reef, especially for a, a beach swim. Just a really nice, just a really nice place to go snorkeling. You could tell Roy was excited. Oh yeah, he loved it. Yeah, he was like, "This is this was great snorkeling. This is awesome snorkeling," and it's got the big pool there. So the people that were with him that didn't want to do that, they could hang in the pool. I think Roy hung in the pool for a while afterwards. But yeah, go check out that video as well. You'll see some really cool snorkeling footage from Roy. Did a great job and uh, and just a, a different perspective. And you get to see Honduras, which until I went to Aruba and Curacao, Roatan was by far my pa favorite place to snorkel. And you, Kimber, you went to the same place I did in Roatan, right? Yeah, Maya Kia. Maya Kia, yeah. Maya Kia, tell us what your experience is like in Maya Key. I loved it. It was it was awesome. It's the first time that I've snorkeled and like seen a reef, I guess. I've not snorkeled that much, but that reef there was gorgeous. Now here's what I'm a little worried about. So that was like your first reef experience and that's like setting the bar really, really high because that reef at Maya Key, it's all like lettuce corals and it's just stacked. It's just solid coral reef. It's it's different than every other coral reef I've been on and it is really, really outstanding. So I'm hoping that when we go to like Grand Cayman and Cozumel that the reefs there aren't disappointing to you. I don't think they're going to be disappointing to you because you like swimming in the springs like I do and that's definitely nowhere near a reef. 
As long as there are fish and creatures, I'm good. <laughs> there will definitely be fish and creatures. And uh, and I think Cozumel will be pretty impressive, but I think that just the whole landscape of Eden Rock is going to is going to blow your blow your socks off because it's it's a pretty cool spot. It is different, but it is really really phenomenal. You're building it up. I hope it pays <laughs> off. I mean, I'll have fun. That's all I'm saying. I guess that's all that really matters is that I'm you have you fun. You heard, you heard it here first. That's all that really matters. Yeah, there is no sarcasm in that at all. <laughs> all right. Well, we also got some emails from people, so we want to touch on those real quick before we go any further. Uh, first of all, we got a little bit of feedback from last week's Cruise Necessities episode and, and actually the one before that because I think um, – we got an email from somebody who we read their email on the last episode, and he wanted to clarify a few things. Thank you for everybody that sends us emails. That is super helpful. We love to share your feedback and your comments, your questions, your stories on the podcast. If you do have any of those things, send them to fantasticcruising at gmail.com so we can get them out here. But let's go to this, this email that we got. Kimber, do you have it up? I do, yeah. It's from Scott, and Scott wanted to um, clarify basically what he meant by um, pushy upgrades. So now, what I what I thought he meant was like getting those emails like ten times a day telling me that I need to upgrade to the drink package or book another cruise or whatever. But that's not he was he was talking about more than that, right? Yeah. Well, that's what you thought because that's what I told you i thought so don't take all the credit what are you saying i don't have any independent thoughts nope not at all (laughs) um but basically he he went on this really long story i'm not going to read the whole thing but he basically said everywhere that they went on their cruise they just kept getting people come over asking if they wanted to you know upgrade their drink package and go to some of the special restaurants and they kept declining and people just kept coming back. So it was it seemed very pushy for him. And that's weird. Does does he say in that email what cruise line he was on? Um I don't think he did. No. Um Let us know because that situation is not what I would describe as normal. Uh or if people out there if if you have had this situation um, let us know. Let us know what ship it was, what line it was, all that sort of thing. Because I'm interested to find out if um, if it's just a ship or a certain cruise line that's doing this, or you just had had a bad experience with that particular crew for whatever reason. Uh, I have had people a little get a little pushy with drinks, um, but even that's kind of the 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 exception, not the rule. So. I'm sorry that you had that experience, and I, I, I do want to find out more. So please let us know if anybody else has had those kind of things happen. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. So he did say it happened on his last two cruises. So it wasn't okay. just one. So I don't know if it was the same cruise line, but it sounds like maybe that's that's Interesting. a specific cruise line's tactic or so, whatever, which would become annoying to me too for sure oh absolutely yeah i don't want that i don't want that on a cruise for sure um i did have one experience and i don't remember what ship it was but it was carnival and we were in like the comedy club and they were like super pushy with trying to sell us drinks 
but I've never had it since, and I never had it before. It was just like one bartender who just would not lay off, and uh, it's. But that's the only time I've ever experienced that, and I, and I hope that's not becoming a pattern. Maybe he really needed some tips that night. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but then he he also um, wanted to comment on our episode of last week, our cruise needs. Um, cruise he, necessities. You got to sing it like this. It's the cruise necessities, those simple cruise necessities. Forget about your trouble and your strife. That was beautiful. Was that nice? Yeah. You like that? I'm real happy with that. <laughs> Anyways, he said, um, I wasn't sure if you would include excursions since by their definition they are off the ship, but I know on days at sea they also offer tours of the ship. I love me some great excursions and reliable Wi-Fi. So I, I definitely like excursions. I don't know if I'd say they were necessity or, you know, absolutely need to have because there's some places I've gone that I don't do an excursion. I, I would say this. I would say that I I enjoy excursions a lot and I do the cruise line excursions more than a lot of people do. I'm I'm not I don't mind doing the cruise line excursions. Um I do see advantages of going outside of the cruise line, but if you're just speaking excursions in general, um I mean even even if I'm not going on a, an excursion, I'm still kind of making my own excursion. And definitely, I would not be that interested in cruising if it weren't for getting to do the things I get to do in the ports. Like if like if I couldn't go to these places and snorkel and scuba dive, I don't I wouldn't cruise. Maybe maybe I'd cruise like once every five years or something like that. The The cruise part of it is a fun relaxing way for me to get to these places and do the things I really want to do. I would just do stay vacations. You know, I would just do like, um, like land vacations or, um, maybe all inclusives or something if it wasn't for that. So I would say in that regard, I, I agree with him completely. I have not done any like ship tours and stuff, but that's pretty, that sounds like it'd be pretty fun too. Yeah. I'd say that's definitely valid. I, like you like you said, I don't necessarily always do an excursion at every port, but I usually do something which I guess is kind of making my own excursion. So so valid in that point, then it's yes and need. I'm that makes me curious too. Send us your emails, fantasticcruising at gmail dot com. I'm pushing that hard today. Uh because I wanna know, like, if you if it wasn't for the ports, I'm not asking if you're a port or a ship person but I'm saying, like, if if you didn't get to go to these different ports, would you still cruise or would you still cruise that often? Let me know. I'd, I'd like to hear people's feedback on that. Maybe we'll make a poll or something, too, so we can bring that up. I'd in, probably in still future. cruise. So you still? I mean, I would still yeah. cruise, but, I mean, I wouldn't, like, just to get on the ship and just do, like, all on the ship and come back, like, that'd be fun, but... um it wouldn't. I wouldn't do it like, like I said, probably once every five years or something, because I'd be wanting to go to these islands and, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to get in the water, but really, just being on the water is is good too. I don't it know. Is. No, it I don't is. Know. It is. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then, of course, he mentioned Wi-Fi. I have yeah. not personally ever had Wi-Fi on a ship. One of my favorite hmm. things about cruising is to disconnect. 
Oh, well, However, that, you know, that's going to change. Here, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. So for upcoming cruise, of course, we got the key, which means we've also got Wi-Fi. Yep. So this will be my first my first cruise with Wi-Fi. Maybe maybe that'll become a need. Well, here here's what I would say. Like if it wasn't for doing like the podcast and the YouTube channel, I would probably not really feel the need to have Wi-Fi. Um, I want to stay in touch with people when I'm on the ship for those reasons primarily. I do enjoy the Wi-Fi. I will say this, though. I'm not on the Internet on a ship like I am at home. Like, I, I'll go on there occasionally. I'll, I'll do, like, an updated post or something like that. But I'm not, like, sitting around surfing the Internet doing social media all day long because I'm on the ship and there's – other things to do, and, and I, I want to I want to disconnect a little bit as well. Um, I have gotten okay Wi-Fi in ports before, if that's what he's talking about, or he, he might be talking about on the ship. But um, but I think that as time goes on, Wi-Fi is going to become more of a necessity for more people because there's so many things you can do with Wi-Fi. Like for example, one good thing for Wi-Fi is like when uh, when I had the cats and and we wanted to make sure the cats were okay, having a Wi-Fi connection meant that you weren't disconnected from knowing that, you know, everything was okay back at home or, or that sort of thing. Yeah, that's for sure. My last cruise, um, my my grandpa was going through some stuff, and it was it was really hard to not be able to get in contact with any of my family just to make sure that things were going well because it was, it was really rough there for a little bit. So Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So that's another nice advantage of, of having the Wi-Fi. And um, yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, it's fun to, to post a picture of your cruise drinks sitting on the cruise ship and watch everybody get all jelly and stuff. I mean, I, I, I like seeing people posting their pictures, even though I'm jealous. So it's kind of fun to do that and let people know that you're you're out there having fun, living that cruise life, doing the things, living the, living the life, having the, having the stuff and all that. Yeah. And then he finishes off saying, finally, I wanted to ask for clarification on music shows. It's true. I would not attend a live show typically in the show halls, but I do enjoy walk by entertainment, such as someone performing in the promenade or in the atrium, such as a soloist, string quartet or piano player. Yeah. I'm so I don't know what he means by clarification. Like, I think I think I said that the music shows were or like a thing I wouldn't miss. Yeah, I think he just wants to make sure of which like like I I agree with you know the shows like in the in the music uh what is it the the main the theater. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. The theater. Um but yeah, walking by and like sitting sitting in the atrium or something and listening to someone sing or play an instrument, that's cool. I don't I, mind that. I love the the uh like the violinists and stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely enjoy that. I would definitely put that on my, um, what was the middle one? It was, like. That was my like. Yeah, I would definitely put that on my like list. Uh, I was speaking, for me personally, I was speaking specifically of the the song and dance shows, which let me just say, for those of you out there that, that think that I don't like song and dance, that's not accurate. I just... I just don't care for the stuff I've seen on cruise ships. And and if I go on one of the big Royal Caribbeans, I know that might be a different scenario. Uh, case in point, Kimber and I went and uh, we went to a, a Broadway musical on Monday. 
It was phenomenal. Did you like it? It was excellent. It was really, really cool. Tell them, tell them what it was. Aladdin. Yes. So this was the, and, and I think, wasn't the, the lead, he was actually doing something on a Disney cruise line or something? Yeah, he was um, Disney, cru- he was, yeah, what, what you just said. <laughs> were, were they actually doing Aladdin on the Disney line? Um, I'm not sure. I can go grab the uh, book and tell you. Well, that's, I mean, that's right. I, I just, I'm just curious. I just know, I know he was on there doing it. And, uh, and so here's the thing. Okay. So Aladdin, first of all, amazing show. If you like, I'm not a huge Disney guy, but I, you know, they're okay. But I really, really liked this play because it was a play. It wasn't just them singing top 40 songs. It wasn't just them singing songs that where there was no story or rhyme or reason to it. It was it was watching this play, this story of Aladdin. And yes, it was primarily music, but the music told the story and the dance told the story. It wasn't dance for the sake of dance. It was just it's just it's different. It's different. And and I love that kind of stuff. Like I'm all about um, Broadway musicals and, and stuff. I, I like that. But yeah, just not just not into the cruise ones. And if you are, I'm not trying to say that it's bad or anything. I mean, I hope people do enjoy it. I'm glad those performers are on there. And I'm certainly not saying that they're not talented either. It's just that the type of genre that that is, is just not my cup of tea. You want a cup of tea? I would like a cup of tea. Did we mention tea time? No, we didn't mention tea time. Look, tea time would definitely be on my like list. Well, I think we we kind of included it in the extra food options. We didn't specifically say it, but when we were talking before recording. That would tee me off if we didn't say it. Okay. What's (laughs) next, Matt? Oh, I'm in too steep. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) all right. Let's move on. Let's go ahead and jump into, well, do we have any other emails? That was it. Okay, good. Yep, just the one. Let's go ahead and jump into our cruise goals and other goals. Let's start, though, with a little bit of a recap of 2019. Uh, Let's talk about uh, just briefly, like, what cruises we did and things like that in 2019. Um, I will start because I didn't tell you we were going to do this, and and now I see you go into your Shipmate app. Look, guys, Shipmate is a great app because it helps you to keep track of your cruises upcoming and past cruises you can look them up on there and uh, if you're if you're looking for me on there um, you can go to shipmate and look for fantastic cruise cruising wouldn't fit and uh, and you know throw me a throw me a little shipmate line there and uh, we can be shipmates and if you want to um, find Kimber on there what is your what is your tag, your handle on Shipmate? Mine is Kim Brinos. So that's, I'm going to spell it because that's an odd name. Basically, it's my name and my dog's name mixed together. And and that's Reno, like the city in Nevada. Yeah, so it's K-I-M-B-R-E-N-O-S. So yeah, so, so shoot us a line over there and we'll be your Shipmate on Shipmate. But anyway, uh, I went on two cruises in 2019. The first one was a five-night cruise on the Carnival Paradise, which went to, I think it went to, uh, yeah, went to Grand Cayman. It went to Cozumel, and that was a pretty good, pretty good trip, pretty good time on that one. Um, it was a short cruise. That's kind of like our Royal Caribbean cruise we've got coming up. It's actually the same itinerary. 
and the same length of time. So I remember thinking, man, Five Nights wasn't long enough. I feel like we're going to be thinking that again. But it's still a cruise, and it still counts. Yeah, that actually beats my... Well, I guess you have another one, but I'm going to throw in mine because I only went on one, and it was January as well. It was right before yours, and I went on the Carnival Liberty for a four-night, which was way too short, and I went to uh, Nassau, Nassau and Princess Key. That's really short. Yeah, you know, it was it was too short. Again, it's a cruise. I'm not, you know... I'm not turning my nose at any cruise at this point, but, uh, but yeah, you definitely, when, it, when you're on that four night cruise, my first cruise was a three night cruise and I didn't know any better, Yeah. but well, now if I was on a three night cruise, I'd just be like crying the whole time. Yeah. Well, this is, I, I had a friend that was going with me and it was her first cruise and she was worried about being seasick. So we made it a short one just to make sure that she would make it through all right did she get seasick she didn't and she um she actually had booked another cruise in september that she went on and then she's already got one booked for next may so i have got her hooked (laughs) you gave her the cruise bug i did and she's ashley right it is ashley yeah. yeah very cool so all right so what was your favorite thing that you did or or experienced on that cruise um, so that was the cruise that was really cold and it just wasn't the best experience overall, but, and that's the opposite of what I asked for, but, <laughs> um, in princess key, I did some snorkeling and it was awesome. I saw so many fish and they were, they were hanging out right by like a little pier thing and just like lots and lots of fish. Did you peer at them? Yeah, I peered with my peepers. <laughs> okay, so snorkeling, and that was by a, a little pier. So I feel like um, you're going to be impressed. because. So my first cruise, the highlight of my cruise was Grand Cayman. Uh, my buddy Mark, who, traveling duo, Mark and Kelly, they just started their newest vlog series. So go check them out, the traveling duo over on YouTube. But we went scuba diving at Eden Rock, which is where we're going to go. I think we're just going to snorkel, but that's where we're going to go. And it was phenomenal. It was a really good time. We we went diving and then we finished diving and we went back and we went snorkeling there. And it was just beautiful. Just really liked it. Right by the ship. B- wonderful place. When we go in February, I guarantee you we're going to vlog it. Um, there's going to be a lot of talk about it because it's a really, really cool spot. So Eden Rock was my highlight. Uh, my second cruise was on the Carnival Breeze, and this was a seven-night cruise. This was in April, and this was the La Lita Loca Cruise Geeks group cruise. So that was an interesting cruise. Uh, it was on the Carnival Breeze, I said that already, which, which <laughs> was really crowded. It was spring break, super crowded. But um, we talked about that with... Um, with Spencer from uh, Scott's on deck mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, a few weeks back. But anyway, uh, that look, the, the best thing about that cruise, we went to a lot of cool ports. We went to Dominican Republic. We went to Puerto Rico. We went to, uh, where else did we go? We went to St. Thomas, love St. Thomas. And we went to Grand Turk, love Grand Turk. But the highlight of that cruise, even though I had so much fun in the water, was just cruising with all the people 
Um, if you've never done a group cruise, do a group cruise. It was really great just to bond with everybody and just a really, really good time. Great experience on that cruise. Hey, Matt, I've never done a group cruise. Well, we'll have to fix that. Okay. <laughs> what was your... Did you go on... You went on two cruises, right? No, just the one. You only... Oh, you only did one cruise Yeah, because the one before that was like November of 2018. So... Okay. Just the one cruise in 2019. Just barely away from 2019. Yeah. But still not... So it doesn't count. Yep. Doesn't, doesn't count. count. No. Don't ask me about it. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Didn't happen. Actually, it did. All right. But. So what? what are our cruise goals... For 2020, I, look, 2019 was was a was an interesting year for me. Uh, went through a lot of private personal changes that I won't get into on this podcast. But uh, but in the end, uh, a lot of positive things have come out of it, and uh, it was a little rough there in the middle. But now, towards the end, it's just been. Like getting better and better, and I'm really looking forward to 2020. But what are our cruise goals for 2020? Well, I'd like to get on a different cruise line. Well, we're going to make that happen. That also is one of my cruise goals. I've been, I like Carnival. I have no complaints about Carnival, but I've just been on so many Carnival cruises of late. I need to change it up. So we're doing that because we're going on Royal Caribbean. We are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's actually coming up real fast. I think it's uh, 56 days. Is it 56? I, I could be wrong. I mean, the Tell time... Tell me. You'll we're, pull it we're up. We're recording this on Thursday. It's 57 days. So okay. By the time this comes out, though, it's going to be like, what, 55, like 54, 54? Something, something like, like that. Yeah so, yeah. so, yeah. So, okay. So, that's one of mine as well, getting on another cruise line. Now, we are going on Carnival again, but that's going to be in October and uh and and one of one of my cruise goals this year and probably always will be one of mine is to go to new places that I've never been yeah that's one of mine too and that one in October is gonna hit that for all three ports I've never been to any of them yeah for you all three of them are yeah for me I've been to it's ABC Island so I haven't been to Bonaire but I've been to Aruba and Curacao but I'm so excited about it because here's another one of my cruise goals is to get back to Bonnet or get back to Curacao and Aruba because, oh my God, I love those ports. Like Roatan, where, where Roy's video is, like Roatan was always my favorite port and I still love Roatan, but Curacao and Aruba topped that and I feel like Bonaire, based on like the video we saw from uh, Scuba Pilot from Kyle, I mean, and everything I've heard about it, I think Bonaire is going to be right up there with it. So I want to get to some new ports. Bonaire is going to be my new port, but also just getting to go to the ABC Islands uh, is going to be amazing. So that's definitely on my cruise goals for this year. So another one I've got is, I know we've got two cruises booked, which is already more than more than I've ever done in a year, but <laughs> I'd love to get on another one between the two with my mom. Oh, yeah. I love cruising with my mom. My mom loves to cruise. We, She is now. She's going to be on October with us. My mom is. But, um, yeah, so I, I was looking back at my cruise history, and I thought I had been on three cruises in a year, but I haven't. I've been on two cruises in a year, a few years running, and I've been on one cruise a year in other years, but I've never done three. And this is, I feel like, 
I feel like we have an opportunity because we have so much space between our two cruises in 2020 because we've got February and then October. So that's like an eight month gap. So if we hit one in like the late spring or something like that, maybe we could do that. Now it would be, I think it would be fun to cruise with your mom and uh, I, I hope she likes it. I think she would like cruising. I think, I think especially if we did like a, like a celebrity cruise line or a princess cruise line, I feel like that's your mom's cup of tea. Yeah, right it definitely needs to be something higher than higher class than carnival. <laughs> what are you saying, Kimbra? I'm saying my mom's a little hoity-toity, but that's okay. She's In a good she's way, phenomenal, but she's never been on a cruise. No. So my my stepdad really wants to go, and we were actually going to go over New Year's, and it just didn't work out. Um, but I'd love to to convince them to go on a cruise between the two that we already have booked i think that'd be a lot of fun so that's another cruise goal for us is to try and hit that magical third cruise and then someday we'll get to the para dj level where we're hitting that magical 15th cruise in a year i wonder what their i wonder what their record is for cruises in a year i bet it's at least like five or six that's insane i'd (laughs) i'd love to get there right that would be amazing yeah I, I hear some people like they're like they they cruise they get to cruise that much and then they're like oh i needed a break from cruising i don't know i can't fathom that <laughs> how can you need a break from that i don't know i don't know maybe maybe i don't understand because i haven't been there and done that but uh i don't know if i need a break from cruising no yeah i don't think i would <laughs> All right, any other cruise goals that you have for 2020? I mean, those are my main ones. Those, I'd say, kind of four. Is the different cruise line, because I've only been on Carnival. Um, Newports, a third cruise, and then cruising with my mom. Well, you left out one that I thought you would say, but apparently not. I'm sorry, and I'd love to cruise with you, Matt. <laughs> Yes, that is one of my cruise goals, too, is to cruise with myself. No, to cruise with you. Because <laughs> we've never cruised together. How many cruises have you been on again? Four. Four. And so uh, we've we've not cruised together. We see cruise ships all the time together because they pull up to where we work. But, uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to cruising with you. Uh, we have so much in common, and I feel like we're really going to have a lot of fun on the cruise. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we do have some other goals, though, that we that I think we should talk about. So be, besides cruising specifically, we have the podcast and we have the YouTube channel. So I wanted to take a little moment and kind of talk about some of our goals with those. I don't know if you've thought about these at all. I'm just kind of springing this on you at the spur of the moment. I've, I've thought about a little bit, but tell me what you got. Let's see if we're thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> well, let's, let's start with the podcast. Okay. So Fantastic Cruising, I think this is like the 20 first episode or something like that that the numbers are wrong on itunes right now because um one of them launched and it was the audio was messed up and then i had to delete that one launch again but itunes can't figure that out so uh if you look at the numbers on itunes it's not quite right it's one off but i'm pretty sure this is the 21st episode or around that so we haven't been going quite half a year uh but my goals for this podcast is to do what 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 I did with Cruise Geeks, which was to be consistent. So, so far, we have released a, an episode 
every week. When when we started Fantastic Cruising, I was like, I don't know if it's going to be every week or once a month, but we've done it. We've done it every week. It hasn't been easy because we've been really busy, but I want to maintain that and I actually want to spend more time with it. And one of my cruise goal, one of my cruise podcast goals is we have um, a lot of people that support us on Patreon and I really want to reward that more. I mean, really appreciate those people. And I want to do some kind of, I don't know if it would be a monthly or every other month type thing, some sort of for fun podcast that would just be for patrons. So that that's one of my goals for this year to see if we can pull that off. We'll have to see how we can do that. I think we can do it. I think I've, so. I've been talking about that for a while is, is saying we need to... We need to come up with something to add to, to Patreon. And yeah. That's, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I mean, my, my personalized artwork isn't enough. Is that what you're No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Look. Your we, personalized artwork <laughs> is just yours. This is our podcast, that's, Matt. That's fair. That's fair and valid. And, and to be completely serious, we, we super appreciate our patrons. It's, it's very meaningful to us that you are willing to do that. And uh, we appreciate everybody that supports the podcast. Um, but yeah, patrons, we really, we jest. We do want to give you more rewards and thanks for supporting us that way. Uh, another thing that I want to do is one of the goals of Fantastic Cruising is to get more creators involved with this podcast. You know, we've had some really awesome guest co-host on in this this year and, um, and my, my ultimate goal is to get to a point where maybe we're doing a guest co-host every other episode. Uh, it's hard because, you know, people have schedules and especially this time of year, people are busy. People, there's been people we've been trying to get uh, on there and they, they've, they've had some illness and stuff like that. So uh, it's, it's a little bit of a challenge, but I want to work harder at that and, uh, and really getting more um, other people on this podcast to get their varied opinions and perspectives and stuff like that. So that's another goal that I have for Fantastic Cruising. And other than that, it's just to get the word out there and let people know about Fantastic Cruising. You guys can help us with that. You know, tell your friends, tell your fellow cruisers about the podcast, let them know and uh, help us grow this podcast even more. It is growing, by the way. It's growing very well and I'm pretty happy with where we're at. But, you know, of course, I want to I want to keep keep that growth momentum. So my biggest goal is to get more involved with, I guess, kind of the cruising community as a whole. Like you, you jumped in obviously with the cruise geeks and you were a big part of that. And obviously everybody like really knows you from that. Um, but I, I jumped in with fantastic studios. I didn't really, I wasn't really part of the cruising community before this. Um, so I'm trying to get myself in there and obviously we have a lot of stuff going on in our lives and stuff. So, yeah, it's a challenge. And, and I know, you know, I used to watch, I used to watch videos like every night I'd watch cruising content videos and, and I tried to jump into all the live streams and I haven't been able to do that this last six months or so. Uh, I've tried to watch content where I can. It's not that I don't want to, it's just that, uh, you know, our, our lives are really busy right now. And, um, and we just got so much stuff going on, so many things happening. It's just been really hard to do that. You know, I've been trying to make some lifestyle changes. 
uh, with exercise. Haven't been doing that a whole lot lately, <laughs> though. But uh, but things like that. So you know, just trying to get more active and uh, and make sure that I, I stay nice and healthy. Uh, unfortunately, that's meant that I haven't had as much time to to interact with the cruising community, and that is something that I would like to get back to. Are you stealing my goal? I'm not stealing it. That's that's actually a goal I have too. I you know I, I often see people posting videos, and I'm like, man, I'm so far behind on on them and them. And there's the part of the problem is, and this is a good problem to have. There are so many creators now, and so much content that's out there. Um, that that's exciting and that's cool, but it also makes it really challenging to keep up with, with all that content, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to start this underwater video thing, because, you know, I definitely want to make sure that I, I can stay up on, on the underwater video that's coming out in the community. I feel like that's kind of our niche and, uh, I want to definitely make sure I don't miss any of that. And hopefully that'll, we'll get more time to watch more of the other content too. Yeah, for sure. All right. Any other goals for fantastic cruising? I mean, that, that one is my biggest one. Of course, what you said with Patreon and, and building a podcast as a whole, obviously, but I, I really just want to get more involved with, with the cruising community. Okay. Now we also have the YouTube channel which we have neglected. <laughs> we have not. This is confessions yes. here. Yeah. We've, we've neglected it. We've put some content out, but that's fantastic studios. If you haven't already go over and subscribe, we promise there's content coming. We film stuff. We just haven't had a chance to edit videos again, just no time. And, uh, finding that time is, is challenging, especially to edit videos. It takes a lot of time as, as those creators that are listening to this know, um, to edit those videos, but that is one of my main goals is to really put more focus into fantastic studios and try and get you guys more content. If you're not familiar, fantastic studios is going to be the place to see all of our cruise vlogs, all of our cruise tip videos. We're going to probably do some cruise creature videos. We have a couple or yeah, a couple towel folding videos on there, but it's going to be beyond that as well. We're going to do a lot of videos on different things you can do when you're in Florida. So if you're in Florida for vacation, if you live here, if you're in here for a cruise and you have a couple days before or after the cruise, we're going to be looking at places that you can go and visit and check out. And then also an emphasis on Universal Studios. There's a lot of Disney channels out there, but uh, we have passes to Universal Studios. Of course, Kimbra is like the, the, as I am to cruise creatures, she is to Harry Potter and so also she's really familiar with the theme park. So we want to be able to give people tips for that as well. And so that's one of my other goals for this year is to just put more effort into Fantastic Studios and really try and grow that YouTube channel. Yeah, absolutely. We need to get into that. We have we have the footage. We just need to, to get the videos out there. <laughs> we've we've done some stuff and we've created We've seen some... things, man. Yeah. <laughs> We've been to St. Augustine. We've been to Two Springs. We got, uh, well, we put one of the spring videos out. Yeah. We've got some, but we've got some different places in St. Augustine. We've got uh, the one of the aquariums in Orlando. So we've got, and we're going to, we're getting ready to go to Miami. Yeah. To meet your mom and stepdad. And we're going to go to Zoo Miami and we're going to go to 
the sea aquarium. I don't know if we're going to vlog that because it was kind of a family visit, but uh, but we may get a little bit of footage or something while we're there. So yeah, yeah. So we lots to look forward to. We've got the stuff. We need to get it out there, Matt. Let's do it. <laughs> we can just find a few more hours in the day. Ah, oh, that'd be nice. All right. Any other goals for this year you want to share? Um, I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think you hit all of them, unless you say something else that I'm like, oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> Nothing else I can think of off the top of my head. So so that there you have it. What are your cruise goals for this coming year? Let us know, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. I want to know what you're planning on in the upcoming year, and let us know so we can tell people about your cruise goals next year on the next episode of Fantastic Cruising. Next year, Matt. Next year, yeah. That's crazy. We're not quite ready to say goodbye, though, because we still have to do our cruise creature. What is our cruise creature, Matt? Well, funny you should ask, Kimbra. I thought since we have the 4th fourth, the of July, since we have New Year's Day coming up, I was thinking of the 4th of July. Yeah, you're about seven months off. I'm about seven months off. But I was thinking about fireworks, because that's a big thing. On the on, What is wrong with me? Kent Ridley sea turtles are not... Anyway, yes. Fireworks, and I thought since we mentioned the bioluminescence earlier, let's talk. Let's talk bioluminescence. I hear it gets a glowing review. Oh, Matt. <laughs> so bio means life, and luminescence is basically light. So it's like I said earlier, bioluminescence is is light made by living things, and there are a lot of living things that make lights. And I, I don't mean like Thomas Edison. Okay, that's not the kind of lights we're talking about here right we're talking about more natural light producing things like a firefly lightning bug lightning bug yes do you call them lightning bugs or fireflies i call them lightning bugs i do i do too but either one is acceptable although if you call them fireflies i'm just gonna think of the amazing television show that got canceled way too early oh yeah but, but no, there's also like things like different types of funguses that, that are bioluminescent and glow. And of course, the ocean is where you find the biggest amount of biodiversity of bioluminescence and biomass of bioluminescence, which means lots and lots of different things that glow. But not all glowing things do it the same way. What? Yeah. So, so there are two basic ways that marine life causes bioluminescence. It's not as simple as just saying there's two ways, but I'm going to kind of simplify it. One way is like the anglerfish. You've heard of the anglerfish? Yeah, it's the one with the light on its little head antenna thing. Yeah, the lure. So the anglerfish itself does not produce any bioluminescent light. It depends on a symbiotic relationship with a type of bacteria. And the bacteria is what actually glows, not the fish. Oh. Yeah. So there are some animals that will actually have groups of this type of bacteria or a type of bacteria that produces the bioluminescence, and they will have it living on their body. Sometimes they can even control whether it actually illuminates or doesn't, but it's not really them. It's this bacteria. That's impressive. It is impressive. Now, don't try this at home. You can't just get this bacteria and grow it on yourself. 
and control it. It's not going to work for you. But if you're an anglerfish or something like that, then, then maybe you can. Pretty cool. And there are other things like dinoflagellates. Have you heard of dinoflagellates? I have. Dinoflagellates are basically plant-like microscopic organisms. They're not technically plants. They're not technically animals. But they're closer to plants. And a lot of them create their own bioluminescence. They are actually the ones making the light with their own body chemistry. And that's what you see if you are kneeling on the bottom and you're waving your arms in the air like you just don't care and everything's glowing. A lot of times what you're seeing are these little bits of plankton. You can even see it if you are on a boat and it's kind of churning up the water in the wake. Uh, You can sometimes see this bioluminescence. Pretty cool. So those are the two basic ways that things glow in the ocean. And there are also reasons why things glow in the ocean. Do you know any reasons why an animal or other species would want to be bioluminescent? Well, I know the anglerfish uses it to get food to come to it. Yeah, so that's one reason is that that angle is that animals will try and attract their food to them. Like the anglerfish is a great example of that. Now, if you see an anglerfish on a cruise, something's probably gone terribly wrong because they're deep sea animals, unless somebody caught one or something. But yeah, that is one reason why animals will use bioluminescence. But that's not the only reason. Do you know of any other reasons why they use bioluminescence? They like to look pretty. (laughs) In a sense, that is correct, because one of the reasons why animals will use bioluminescence in some cases, it is to communicate with uh, other animals of the same species for the purpose of reproduction. In other words... They're trying to look pretty. (laughs) But that's not the only reason that animals will have bioluminescence. Do you know of any other reasons why animals will glow? I can't think of one, but I'm sure you'll say it and I'll be like, oh, that's a good reason. Well, if I were certain types of bioluminescent animals, I wouldn't tell you the reason. I would show you. Because one of the reasons why certain animals use bioluminescence is it's a means of communication. So they're actually flashing these bioluminescent patterns and they kind of talk to each other with with lights. That's cool. Right. That's really cool. And then there are other reasons too. So sometimes it's actually a type of, of camouflage. So believe it or not, a glowing light can be camouflage. And camouflage, of course how you blend in with your environment. And for example, animals like the firefly squid, again, not the reference to the um, Nathan Fillion TV show, but, uh, but this is a squid that is bioluminescent. And what they do is they swim in, in certain areas of the ocean and they're active at night and they want to blend in and they've got like the moonlight shining in from above. And so what they do is they're, they're dark on the top and they will produce bioluminescent light underneath, and they will get it to match the light shining through the water from the moon. And so therefore, they blend in with the moonlight. Well, that's cool. Right? That's pretty cool. Now, a lot of animals use a method called countershading, which is something like sharks, stingrays, dolphins, penguins, so many animals, alligators. They're dark on the top, light underneath. Same concept here where if you look down at the animal, they're blending in with the dark water below or dark 
bland below. If you look up at the animal, they're blending in with the sunlight shining or moonlight shining. But in the case of most animals with counter shading, it's simply a flat color. With the case of this counter illumination, it's actually lights that, that are helping them to camouflage. Pretty cool. That is really cool. So bioluminescence is awesome, and there are opportunities to see it if you're on a cruise. If you are night diving, there are opportunities to see it. If you see bioluminescence, if you see bioluminescence, let us know. Uh, send us an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. Tell us about your experience with bioluminescence, and make sure that you go check out the video that Mallory put up. It doesn't have the bioluminescence because she has flashlights going, and I don't think it picks up real well on the camera, but uh, you can see some of the animals in there kind of kind of give you the idea of the bioluminescence. Pretty cool stuff. That's pretty cool. Well, you know what? I think we've rambled on long enough. This has been a uh, quick episode. We've gotten through it pretty fast. And I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast so far and look forward to hearing many more years to come. All right, Matt, I think it's time to head for the horizon. Until next time, seize the rest of this year. Seize the new year. <laughs> See, what? 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 Seize it all. Seize everything. Caesar dressing. No. Uh, <laughs> seriously, have a fantastic rest of this year and a fantastic 2020, everybody. Hey, you forgot one of your goals for this year, your well, cruise goals. What is it? You forgot to say you're going to get scuba certified. Oh, yeah. That is that is one of my goals. You totally forgot that. I can't believe you forgot that. That's crazy. And, and then I could say that my goal is to scuba dive with you. Yeah. I'm definitely going to get scuba certified this year, whether it's in January or later. I'm not sure yet. Well, now you've said it. It's been recorded. It has to happen. It must come to pass. Okay. It's going to happen. What if I freak out? You won't freak out. Okay. <laughs>